Ahlan wa marhaba to our listeners who are tuned in now. We hope you are doing well. In this episode, we had the privilege to welcome Lana Al-Beg, a Palestinian Syrian model based in Dubai. The unique story about Lana is that she had made great leaps in the fashion industry in a short space of time. With her authentic and enchanting style, she had grabbed the attention of many of the world-class brands as well as worldwide well-known magazines within the fashion sector. We hope that you enjoy listening to her story and enjoy listening to the episode overall. We would like to kindly remind to our new listeners to follow our socials as well as follow our podcast pages so that you don't miss any episode that we drop and for our existing listeners we thank you so much for our continuous support this episode was produced by hna projects and hosted by hamdan abu jay and engineered by gabby thank you so much intro no worries uh how you doing how's life alhamdulillah i'm good how are you I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Um, طبعاً, obviously, I just wanted to take that opportunity to ask you. طبعاً, like, obviously, that's not the first time you've been in a uh, been a guest in a podcast. Uh, so, I mean, background check when I'm, we met and we discussed that, like, for sure, I didn't uh, thought. Uh, that you would be def- interested, you know, because um, there's this saying that, you know, uh, you get chances, you get a second chance, like in any certain aspect, except one which is impression, you know. So I was like, my first impression on you, like obviously through, but you know, like obviously modeling mentality, you know. <laughs> What's that? What's the modeling mentality? I want to know. <laughs> um, I'll say, يعني, إنه شخص متغطرس, you know, شايف نفسه, شايف حاله, uh, likes attention, um, always. I'm not saying that try to use someone for his own benefits. It depends on, you know, but in certain cases, yeah. Always likes to have fun while. Who doesn't? <laughs> but it's just like there is a level to it, if you measurement. So, so yeah, that, that was like, that's when I think about modeling mentality and also. If you browse on the internet and see these supermodels, what they do in life, you know, it's um, they do like a lot of crazy shit. But um, yeah, that's that was my first impression, you know. But طبعاً هذا الكلام يعني طبعاً again هالشيء ما بيمثل واقعك الشخصي, because obviously I don't know you, you know. But yeah, I was really quite surprised. ف فحاب اشكرك مره ثانيه شكرا ثانكس فور هافينج مي فيا بس حبيت اعرف الايديا لايك واي ديد يو جوت اكسايت وات ميكس يو اكسايتد اباوت لايك يو نو اباوت بودكاستينج اند بيكوز يا لايك ذاتس ذا فيرست تايم يو بين دوين بودكاست لايك فيتشرد از ا جاست اي مين اي دونت ونت تو ساوند لايك ا بروكن ريكورد بس And I don't think that's the main thing that I want to do when I go on podcasts. But um, 
هذا الستيريوتايب انه الموديل از سم كايند اوف انه اي دونت ونت تو سي اني باد ووردز اور وات ايفر بس ان سم كايند اوف ا باد بيرسون اور لايك ذس ذس نوتوريانسنس ذات كومز وذ ذا جوب تايتل اي جس اتس ا فيري هاو دو اي سي لايك اتس ا فيري مان ثينك تو دو اتس ا فيري مان ثينك تو لوك ات ا جيرل اند جو لايك يا شي از ا موديل شي نوز شي از ذس اند ذات اند وات ايفر What I what I do via the podcast is definitely not to try to break this because I don't think it's an important thing that I owe the society to do. But I guess maybe since we opened up the topic like that, that's a good way to start is to like show people that I am a person just like every other model who is also a person. I don't recall meeting any crazy show off models. Honestly, almost everyone that I end up working with is an amazing girl. They're really fun. Like they're really sweet. people who actually are well read they're uh, they know about the the issues of the world and i just think it's really important to um give models and girls arab girls uh, like like myself or anyone in between any yani, um the 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 dimension the third dimension like by the way i'm not just the 2d person you scroll through you know So I hope that answers your question. Ah, okay, okay, it does. But uh, yeah, I just wanted l- l- let's go back in time, Taban. Like obviously, so I know that until Taban, until you grow up, Tararati, Filimarat, Dubai, Hani. اسم البودكاست اصلا هو النقابة الثالثة. So like everyone over here has a, we come from a third culture background. You know, كل واحد عاش تولد في بلد مش بلده. Uh, you know got exposed la thafafa or culture which is different to his culture so yeah i just want to know if you could reflect back your third culture third kid culture journey so far like just tell us so um my dad is palestinian min akka my mother is syrian min halab and um i was born and raised here my dad was born and raised in halab actually in a refugee camp Um, and my dad moved here in like the late 80s for work and then later on brought my mom here as well and then they got married and that's where I grew up and lived my whole life um, and yeah I've spent all my life here I uh, all, all my childhood memories are between here and Syria mainly so yeah that's me that's my background If you end up like, do you have like a weird moment or anything that you want to mention? Like, you mem- like you, you do remember still like, um, like third culture moment here. Third culture moment. Uh, basically, my grandpa after he moved out of a refugee camp uh, in Syria and lived in like a little community, like a little, just a small town in in Halab, he um, he used to have a little playground in the back. It's like a it's like a little. Basically, basically, the structure of houses in Syria is that the ground floor has two apartments and each of them have a back, backyard, kind of. Mm. Uh, every, every summer, we'd go back to Syria and my, my grandpa would say, and, uh, my dad's called Ibrahim, mm. so my grandpa would say... My father's Ibrahim, too. Mine is Palestinian, though. I hope yours is not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Are we siblings? No. <laughs> um, So we'd, we'd go back every summer to Syria and my grandpa would be like, I made the swing a bit bigger 
so that uh, Ibrahim's children can come and like play in my backyard. Oh, that's so, so sweet. So like that kind of feels like a third um, culture kid in the sense that no, this is my grandpa from my dad's side. So not okay. only is he estranged, yani, he was estranged from his home country, Palestine, and then mm. we were estranged not just from Palestine but also Syria. This like um, third in the chain, maybe you could say. Okay. And uh, and there's this like promise. There's this constant promise of coming back mm. to home, mm-hmm. even though it's not even like fully ours. If that, صح, صح, صح. if that makes any sense لا, لا, to you, you see the symbolism. No, I do get it. I do get it. I do get it. I do get it. whatever you studied you know because you spent money at the end of the day you know like uh, <laughs> yeah it didn't go for nothing like 10,000 yeah. sorry to cut you off but and I just want to say something that first of all first and foremost academia is a big scam I think it's just a very capitalist like way to lead society and it's I'm against it I'm not against education I'm against academia if that makes uh, sense <laughs> so I just want to put that out there. However, that doesn't mean that I am not using my degree in in my day to day life, masan, or in uh, in the way I, I I say things or in so the way I do things. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, what I studied what I studied is narrative, mm-hmm. and again, okay. So just a little, a little background, like uh, context for our listeners, is that I, know I did my bachelor's degree in. Um, filmmaking, storytelling, and production. And I also did like a minor in history, like modern Middle Eastern history studies Mm. in specific. So it's an area that I'm very interested in. It's something that I I deeply care about. And I feel like this kind of comes with being um, like uprooted from your your home countries and stuff. Um, So what? When I say that I graduated film and Middle Eastern history and I did my master's in, in like, um, um, like leadership and whatever, mm. yeah, okay, sure, modeling does not really reflect that, but that doesn't mean I'm not doing it in some way or another. At the end of the day, when I sit with a photographer or a vid- videographer who's trying to, and I know I'm talking about like paid campaigns and it's not necessarily this like big artwork, but in, in a certain way, we're kind of interacting with each other. And there is this narrative of telling my story as a model. Yes, maybe like it's not exactly culturally um, impactful, but it kind of is in today's age in the sense that like, yeah, okay, a Palestinian model actually did work with one, two, and three or whatever, you know, or a Syrian model for that matter as well. Um, the way I see it, it's not really separate. Okay. Sure, it's a different take. It's okay. very, very like 
non-traditional. Eh, fiktir parallels you can draw there and like try to work around. Of course, and it's something I want to do, Akid, to go back to film. Of course, it's my dream. And the way I, I see it happen is to archive um, history through through documentary filmmaking or filmmaking in general, because I feel like film and uh, just like mixed media is like that is a great way to tell tell the story of of like the era you're living in. Yeah, when we watch an old film today, we hardly watch it for the story. We watch it for what it insinuates about the time where it was released or it was filmed. Okay. So I feel like that's a big thing we should, you know, I, I would like to explore. I think that's like one of the best, biggest insecurities when it comes to anyone producing literally anything. You're always so scared of like, oh yeah, but there's already enough of that out in the world. Mm. But um, slowly with time, I started to give myself this background, like, the, uh, sorry, this like um, basis of thought process of like, okay, yeah, so what? I want to do it anyway. I want to do it for myself. Even if no one ends up seeing it, if it doesn't end up going on film festivals, let's say, for example, or whatever, it's still something I want to do just to express myself. It's a, it's a thing. I find myself wanting to explore it, to tell the story of myself, whether it's to me, for my kids, مثلاً, for for the world to see, who knows, you know? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, like especially for the region, the Arabic like we really love uh, consuming Mahtawa, Jad. Yeah, like future for it. Future for documentaries. And also, I've been seeing a lot of these indies like from the Levant area, you know? Yeah, there's so much of those. Yeah, yeah. There is this project called Belcon. They highlight the 
frustration that uh, a Lebanese uh, citizen goes through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel bad for them, you know, what they go through. No, they just yeah. It's a mess, yeah, uh, unfortunately. It's a mess, it's a mess, it's a mess. It's very sad, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right now, what's next? Like what's you, next? You mm. literally did it. I don't feel like I did everything. <laughs> I would love to do everything, but uh, inshallah, what's next is to um, move abroad, do a few months um, with agencies in Europe. Hopefully, different parts of the world as well would be would be great and very exciting. And from there on, kind of like establish a relationship abroad and be based out of Dubai and fly out whenever needed. Hopefully. But that's for, for now, that's where it's at. I would also love to continue studying mm-hmm. in parallel with like modeling. But you already finished your master's. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, I sound very hypocritical because I started off saying like, I don't, I don't like, I don't agree with academia, but I, but it's also- no, Obviously it's good to learn, it's, more knowledge. And, you know, yeah, and it's, it's just the way things work today you know it's it's always good to know things in the sense of like yeah this is a scam but you know you gotta do it to be able to do certain things in life Uh, but yeah no I want to continue I really I really want to like dive deeper kind of into like the history of the region and and like the the origins of like how we came into where we are today basically but yeah Um, profession because <laughs> obviously right now like, the way I see you like I don't know if like the shape like the shape everything looks like you're a model I don't know if even you maintain a, a diet or like you maintain like a workout or whatever yeah just yeah to maintain. I mean of course it's not the kind of job that's like really difficult and like very um challenging in the way that I don't know like being a rocket scientist is mm-hmm. but uh, not to compare of course but it does require a lot of attention to yourself and it does come with a lot of um, uh, collateral I would say um, your your mental image of yourself and your body is at risk here because you start to value your your worth based on that and that's very like messed up in many ways of course and you know all this stuff all these topics of like love yourself and your body and your shape and all of that and everyone looks different and being different is beautiful and all of that it's very easy and it's a big movement online very easy to say i mean and you see it online every single day but it's not that easy to believe and it's not that easy to live with that you can look Sometimes I get shocked by people who tell me that like, oh, you're actually like super skinny. And in my head, I'm like, wow, like today I look massive and I don't feel good about myself and stuff like that. Uh, the requirements to keep a certain body type, the pressure being put on you to, to expect you to look a certain way is, is, very, is very tough. And that's one of the biggest challenges of the job. There's also the whole like being a girl in an industry that is entirely seen by men like the whole male gaze is dominating the industry and it's only very very recently and very faintly we see it in action not just by words that it's becoming more 
مشتركه يو نو في في بنات اكثر في الموضوع في في نساء اكثر في ف ات از ا بيج تشالنج تو كايند اوف تراي تو سي يور سيلف از مور ذان وات ذي اكسبكت يو تو بي اند نوت جاست ا ا ا جيرل هو نيدز تو بي سكيني اند نيدز تو لوك ا سيرتن واي اند نيدز تو يو نو اوكي So uh, I don't know how, how, to, how does it work? How does it work? So look, in Dubai, it's a lot easier to be a model than it is anywhere else where modeling is a big thing. But the only thing about like being in Dubai is that it's not a sustainable job. It's not a job that will actually be um, consistent, you know? Okay. And I'm not going to lie, a lot of the modeling gigs I get in Dubai come from the fact that I have a bit of a following. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, but abroad, yeah, definitely. If if you're a model without an agent in Europe, in America, in literally anywhere else in the world, you're going to be taken advantage of. Not saying that you don't end up getting t- taken advantage of in Dubai, but I'm just saying over there it's a lot more, it's a lot worse. Okay. Um, and like over there, the question of image rights and where the photo can be used and stuff like that is a, is a lot of a bigger issue legally than it is here. Over there, the, the industry is very much led by agents and by agencies, and therefore it's, it's, it does you way more harm than any good at all to be on your own. So it's a, and this is me saying this, and I haven't even moved abroad to okay. work there. Not just that, it's also agencies, certain agencies come with personalities. So if a certain agency represents you, it means that you you can get so much closer to working with certain brands that maybe align with your personality. Okay. So I have been approached by agencies that wanted to sign me, but I didn't feel like I wanted to do the kind of work that they do. Okay. Because they have they have a certain PR st- like scheme for their models, but it's okay. very it's very different. And they also have consistent clients. So like, let's say if an agency works a lot with, I don't know, like hotels rather than fashion, that's not the kind of agency oh, I want to do, you know? It doesn't align with whatever. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So it depends, yeah. Okay, okay, makes sense, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, um, also, one thing I wanted to ask you, like, again, like the people who follow you on Instagram or mm-hmm. social channels, now, when they come from Mm-hmm. As like how the people who follow you like um, are, cons- are they considering you as like an 
influence uh, certain things like in general or, or it's just like they're just they follow you just to you know like I feel like I mean like what, what would I get from it's like, <laughs> that's, that's like that's the question that I'm trying to ask um I feel like a lot of it is young girls I mean Mish I feel like I see it <laughs> like okay. you have the demographic like split there's a lot of young girls who I think could be aspiring models or people who um, I like to use uh, certain products that I also use for example or like to dress a certain way that is similar to mine and stuff so some of it is just I would say like people looking for inspiration especially girls because girls inspire girls and that's just like the cycle mm -hmm. um, so maybe it's just that I don't know I mean um, <laughs> why, why, why are you following me? Yeah, why are you following me? Like, why these people are following me in general? Like, I guess. Do you follow everyone you follow for a hadaf? Other than like, okay, yeah, they post so nice. Like for me, for me, like if you go to my Instagram, as I said, like when we had our discussion, that uh, I'm, I'm pretty antisocial with people because uh, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm work person but it's like there are certain things that I do believe in mm -hmm. that are, are meant to distract me and help me get okay. distract me from the way I handle things or basically change me you know? yeah. so if you go to my Instagram it's basically people who um, whom I know personal mm -hmm. or people who are like there's a reason I follow them maybe I want to learn Okay. It, for me, when photo exchanges has to be like a purpose, other than friendship, whatever. But it has to be a purpose, you know. Maybe that's. I mean, of course, you never just like do things without purpose. But like for you to think so far deep into it, <laughs> maybe just that's just you. As I said, you know, like that's 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 the way I think mm -hmm. things. You know, maybe it's just like people don't L care. You know? Yeah. Look, like. The entirety, I think, the entirety, a big portion of social media revolves around fashion and like uh, external appearances and like how you look like when you're dressed, and what are you dressing and stuff like that. So I think working with brands, yeah, seeing seeing how stylists style certain things on shoots, seeing how things look photograph like photographically. Um, like like um, appealing something like that you know okay. is a big I guess like a big inspiration point for a lot of people okay. I guess okay so I, I do have a question though yes. um, oh, oh thank you I get a mic okay um, <laughs> so they were just talking about the whole fashion thing and you were mm. talking about the industry and I, we discussed you prior to you coming so it was like you have a very 90s like style Oh, thank you. I yes. never saw it that way, but cool. You okay. never saw it that way, like very retro. I mean, maybe when you're super self-aware, you don't categorize yourself. Right. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it's very interesting when I hear people tell me that, and it's like nice. Oh, so I'm not like, the first oh. person to tell you that? No, no, oh, not really, okay. but I like it. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, like, okay, it. thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, what, what's your um, inspiration? Because I feel like you have an inspiration of someone maybe from that era. Um... Honestly, like, um, I'm, I'm really inspired by 
like fashion in the 90s and specifically also in the early 2000s I really love that mm -hmm. but also I feel like uh, my inspiration changes with time okay. trends change and your inspiration change you find out about someone new and you're like oh my god I want to be her you know yeah. it just keeps changing I'm also really inspired by the women around me I'm inspired by old pictures of my mom mm -hmm. she used to love dressing up as well so yeah current big faces as well like again girls around me like my friends stuff like that so it's a mix yeah. of stuff I just love to experiment with it and okay. you know Their own, yeah. And predator. Yeah, exactly. Predator uh, tendencies as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to hear, get a comment from you about especially like, I mean, yeah. a lot of models go through that. Yeah. spoke yeah. about it. Yeah. So I just wanted to hear. So I didn't know the guy. Don't know anything about him. Um, as soon as word was out. Of course, without a doubt, like I was like, okay, screw this guy. He's getting exposed. I posted about it as well and everything because I have some followers from Egypt as well. And I, I think it was important for them to know if they didn't. Um, and then when I went to his page to like report him, I saw that he was following me and I felt this like extreme discomfort where I'm like this piece of shit, <laughs> if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> Um, that's the least I could say, but like this, this disgusting guy has been also like following me as well. And it just makes me wonder like how many girls did he terrorize, like to say the least, you know, and uh, this is not new in Dubai, you know, like this has happened before. There's been men who were exposed here before photographers as well. It's a culture that happens a lot with men. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And this was actually quite recent. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like it's really bad. A lot of models go through it. Not just models, sometimes just the girls who are who know the male photographer in question. Mm -hmm. So it's always something as a as a model going on my own to the shoot. You have to be very like scared of and like very careful. And like I've I've a lot of times I've brought someone with me to the shoot because I'm so scared because like, I don't know who this guy is. Like yeah. as you should, I think you, like, yeah. you should always have someone with you just in case. I mean, because as, as much as you try to be careful, there's always going to be people who don't conform to the rules, yeah. regardless of what they are. And don't respect yeah, other yeah. people, you know? Like. Yeah. Uh, but I did have a question. Uh, given that, you know, we were talking about Egypt and basically the Arab world, do you think that it extends beyond the Arab world and is just, like, something that comes with modeling in general? Uh, as much as I hate to label it with like something that comes with modeling, it is the truth of the matter where like, look, it's an industry dominated by men. It's not just dominated by men, it's created by men. It's, it is made entirely to serve the male gaze and to tell the story of the male gaze. Like there is no way in hell I'm wearing these jeans because a girl saw me in them. No, it's because a man kind of designed this kind of look, right? And at the end of the day, women 
conform to this kind of standard because that's just how things run around here. And it's, it's beginning to change, of course. Like, I'm not here to diminish and, and like, eliminate all the effort being done by women who are changing the world. But it is, the, 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 the fact is, the entire industry is dominated by men and, and so do the small things that come with it. So yes, as a model, it is very expected that it happens and it is something that it is changing and because of social media a lot of girls are able to talk about it and come out with it yeah. but it's still really bad all across the world there's a lot of these pages online that for example i follow there's this really famous one called shit model management mm -hmm. and they expose bad uh, like bad agencies who don't pay for example mm -hmm. they expose abusive agents who who abuse models and tell them you're fat you look bad right. you need to lose weight whatever whatever uh, they they expose photographers who are like that, designers who are like that. So, for example, they exposed Alexander Wang recently, who who turned out to be a big predator, like sexual predator, um, and so on. Like they keep going, you know. And and that's just one page on Instagram, and the list goes on from like Milan to to um, like different areas in Europe, like Paris, London, New York, China, Korea. Right. The modeling industry is filled with filthy people like that, and. So yeah. Um, so I mentioned, I, I, I mentioned men a lot, and uh, <laughs> and while while there are female designers who are also behind some of the clothes that are designed, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you: Do you feel like this is a male versus female issue, or just an industry issue? Because there are women as well who are of course. who are assaulting other yeah. women or, or males or taking advantage as well and do, do you think it's just because of how the industry is set up because um so i i haven't been in the big stage of modeling but um my aunt was in a few other people so i understand that um some of the circumstances may not be ideal for model safety so for instance you'll be changing in a room full of people yep. um like do you do you think that fundamentally the industry needs to change of course, yeah. But then again, you know, you're saying, uh, is it a male versus female thing or whatever? But the entire foundation and the entire infrastructure, let's say, of the industry, mm -hmm. is built on the male gaze. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. eventually, it just starts to run like that. Even if women come in and become collaborators mm -hmm. and become pioneers in it or whatever, that's just how it started. And that's like I, I don't know how to say this in English, but it's the about industry like that's yeah. how that's the essence that's, that's, of it yeah, that's the foundation that's the industry exactly yeah so it, it, the performative thing of like uh, I don't know like um, magazine leaders who might be men or whatever appointing a woman to become editor or whatever it's not really that revolutionary because at the end of the day she she might still be doing whatever was already laid out mm. again not to diminish any efforts but I'm just saying that like it's not that simple, mm -hmm. yeah. and it, it, it is it is very very foundation and like based. I guess right. that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Now, 
طبعا وي كان اجري يوم تحط نفسك بابليكلي يو نيد تو اكسبت انه غانا بي جادجد somebody is gonna attack you or somebody is gonna comment like there will always be someone who doesn't like what you yeah, do okay so uh, yeah I just want to know like how you deal with these kind of situations like uh, since you already have like a modeling career and also you're Arab and mm-hmm. there's a lot of stigma around yeah, that yeah 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 you know, that's the stigma of course so yeah yeah um, I mean Look, perpetuating this whole like um, culture of abusing people who put themselves out on the public is really, I find it to be, I hate to use this word, but I find it to be toxic, I guess, because it, it allow, it's an enabler for these people who have nothing better to do to bully people online, mm-hmm. you know? To answer your question about like, how do I deal with it? I, in all honesty, like I'm way too small for me to receive hate. And when I do receive hate, it's a once in a blue moon type thing. And I like to laugh about it. I screenshot it, I post it, I find it like hilarious. So, but, but that's just me because I don't really deal with that a lot. I'm still like too, you know, like I'm not, I haven't made it enough for me to gather these haters, you know, um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I just wanted to touch on that. I'm sorry I'm talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> every, time, every time something comes up, you know how my mind is. Um, okay, wait, wait, before you do that, can you introduce yourself oh, to yeah, me? Oh yeah, my bad, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm okay. Okay, um, hi. Okay. <laughs> I just uh, walked my way onto the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, I've been on the podcast before. I was a Sweet. guest okay. once upon a time. Um, uh, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, Sorry. so, um, like, I, I think kind of what one of the things Hamza was trying to say is, they, like, everyone has people who look at them and they they judge them mm-hmm. or they, they have something negative of to course. say. Yeah. And, um, I just feel like on a, for celebrities, I don't think they receive more hate. It's just that more people are able to see them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more exposure out the, there. It, There's right, more, right yeah. exactly. So what, I mean, in our daily lives, I feel like it's toxic already. But at the same time, it's human nature to judge, like, what's in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not human nature to go out of your way to make someone feel like shit, you know? This is true. It's different for you yeah. to have a thought and opinion about something rather than literally taking the time out of your day to, to make someone feel bad. Dedicating. Yeah, 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 true. Oh, that's, that's yeah. true. <laughs> you do have people who are dedicating their whole lives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, just touching uh, Jay point, and I, and I should know it's one of uh, human nature struggles. As a human, we struggle, like, to, uh, like, it's, it's something that. You could say it's a it's a it's a it's a mood swing, you know. Like I do, everyone goes through a bad day in mm-hmm. their lifetime, and the only way is just to pull this thing out is through I don't know if it's the only way. I mean, that's the way. Like I mean, you know, the, the, I'll say the easiest way. I'll say the easiest okay. way is just to go online. Post a comment, like a mean comment. Make yourself feel better about yeah, it. Make, make yourself feel better. Surprisingly, and like that person who commented, whatever, like if you just by accident you're gonna meet him, you know, mm. he's not gonna basic that energy is not gonna be there, you know, like it's just gonna be cool. Also, there can be, or 
Someone who's hiding behind jealousy, yeah. behind bitterness. Yeah, no, but you can justify shit like this. Yeah. Yeah. How, you gonna, how you gonna talk about that I'm whack in any sense that comes in next day to my face and you're like, cool. oh, fuck with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a, some there's people a will let fine line slide. between Some people will let it slide if they know, yeah. if I know that you're talking some shit about me. But I'm the type of people, if I see you, even after a year, I'm gonna take your ass for what you said. There's a fine line between justifying and understanding. I'm not, and just, I'm not justifying, I'm just saying, I'm just giving an Even understand. understanding, you cannot... You can't level with a piece of shit. You cannot <laughs> understand, oh, this guy going through Yeah, he's just going through a bad day, yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I get where you're coming from. It's like, just, I'm just like, saying... I'm why, why are you going downgrade me if your boss gets your ass out of work? Yeah, of course. I think people need money. And <laughs> money in the nail. Yeah. No, no, more like money for security. Once you're secure, once you're comfortable with your life. Okay, what people be saying about you? It's not that you won't you won't go out of your way to, to make yourself feel better by making someone feel like shit. You know, I think like the I, I'm one of those like people who believe that uh, a lot of the core problems in our day and age mm-hmm. comes from capitalism and like the way things work yeah, yeah I agree. and i think like financial security is really important yeah i mean uh, uh, not to justify people acting yeah. like assholes but i'm just I saying know, <laughs> I, 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 I was just gonna say about the opinion like me and the boys we were discussing about about like like opinion validation whatever mm. so uh I don't know if you know Aflatuan. Of course. <laughs> okay. So Aflatuan and uh, Aflatuan in English group and his Jamaat, uh, Plato and his group, uh, they agreed and uh, it's well known that you know uh, the opinion is the obstacle of uh, finding out truth. Mm-hmm. So for example, uh, if, if I wanna find out uh, the true nature of something. I need to learn down certain opinions. Mm-hmm. So that I could find out that truth that would lead mm-hmm. me to the satisfaction. And the fact that it's all that 
been re reversed and, uh, and whatever opinion is being made is untouchable. Okay. Yeah. So 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 what you're saying is people view things as like gray rather than no, it's like being black and no, white. No, it's like whatever. Let's let's say for example, if you're gonna give me an opinion, mm -hmm. uh, I'll give you an example. Okay, uh, and I even uh, I spoke to this about the guards. Uh, in the let's say in the wall, that, that wall color behind you is white. Okay. Mm -hmm. apply to this part of the world I feel <laughs> no it does it does like for example you know like uh, democracy democracy equality opportunity rights but also democracy through skills through uh, through way of thinking Don't you feel like there's a big spectrum of this? Like, if we're talking about, are you ugly? Are you pretty? I don't know if this is like very. Um, yeah, like yeah, there are opinions to that. I could find someone really good looking, and someone else might find them hideous, and that is the kind of thing where like, okay, yeah, it's opinion based. Right. But yeah, then I mean, when when a professor is trying to tell me uh, whether wearing a mask is important or not, and then like some random is trying to say like no no it's not important yeah obviously like then that's crucial and and that's not opinion based that's just yeah i mean you know what i mean there's yeah. a big spectrum of this and we can't really like throw a blanket and generalize this topic yeah know? we were saying we were saying that you know like there is like there there are certain measurements where we can measure uh, opinions 
way we say that. I'm just trying to say. I'm just trying to say, like, you know, like, at the end of the day, you know, like, there has to be a reference to your opinion or whatever, like, like, which leads to the truth. Mm. You know, you cannot just, um, for example, um, like, I'm a, I'm a, an, I'm an expert person, for example, in a field, and uh, you lower um, my opinion just because democracy dictates that you know. Mm. We should be equal and whatever, uh, you know, like, like, like having that anti-intellectual mentality, if it makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just like, um, it gets, it gets very tough to, gets very tough to say who, who says who yeah. the is, right? Who has the jurisdiction to say what? Like. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I get where you're coming from, um, but I, I think that mentality works only in a small window. Yeah. Because in the, in the big picture, we only rely on experts' opinion for things that require an expert. Yeah. Like, for instance, with your example about the mask or whatever, you're not going to listen to some random who's like, yeah, like, I can't breathe with that. It's yeah. Trash, you know? <laughs> You're gonna listen to the expert who yeah. says that wearing a mask is gonna protect you from ex- from whatever you know this virus does and blah 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 whatever mm-hmm. the case is. Um, but then when it comes to something that's more opinion based, then everyone's entitled to have their opinion. Yeah. Re- like regardless if you accept their opinion, because we're all allowed to have different opinions, but they're they're allowed to to have that. They're allowed to take this wall is green if it's actually white and with things like that you have to remember that everyone is different mm. so what's the truth to you may not be to them For they instance, might be colorblind I, I, that's the ex- shit i'm sorry that, man that's the exact <laughs> example i was gonna give i swear i was thinking it the whole time when you mentioned it i was like what if they're colorblind <laughs> if they're colorblind then for them the truth is that the wall is green and you have to realize that there may be uh, a large enough percentage of people who have that problem that you have to accept that that may be a valid point. Yeah. It, may be, it may be a valid opinion that, hey, you know what? That wall might be green. <laughs> you, yeah. you get what I mean? All this to say that like bullying in the comment section, no matter to whom, is objectively bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there is nothing good about it. Like if you want to state your opinion, Cool. If you're stating a negative opinion, that's bullying. That's it. Can I can I segue? Yeah. Okay. Uh, since we're talking about opinions, I noticed in your account that uh, and please don't take offense to to but I noticed that you have very interesting hairstyles. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> what, like, what is your inspiration for, and how do you decide what is the next thing that you're gonna go for? Do you like try it out on yourself first, or mm-hmm. like? First of all, I have to say that using the word interesting is a very politically correct way to say it, and I respect that. Thank no, you. no, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that they're bad, it's just interesting. Like. No, no, I know, I'm just messing with you. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know, honestly, it's a lot of in the spur of the moment type of thing where I just wake up and I'm like, my gosh, I hate my hair, I want to do something new. Yeah, that's it. And you just experiment, I just experiment, hair grows, you know. Yeah, true, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I mean, also, I like to do this kind of thing where I'm like, 
what did my dad look like in the 60s? Okay, my dad yeah. was born in the 60s. What did my dad look like in the 80s, let's yeah. say? <laughs> and I kind of try to replicate that. Yeah. You know what? I just remembered. I just realized who she reminds She reminds me a lot of, like, the Beatles. Oh, no, don't say that. I'm going to go shave my hair right now. <laughs> no, no, not because of your hairstyle. Like, the, the, the very, aesthetic. like, yeah, the aesthetic. Really? Uh, you, that they dress and misbehave. But, like, the Beatles <laughs> were, were cool in the 70s. Yeah. They were cool at their time, but they're a bunch of white guys. Uh, oh, my <laughs> <laughs> but like, there were a lot of like, um, like, bell, bell yeah, yeah, bell bottoms, yeah, like that seventies vibe, yeah, 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 yeah. of it's course, fashion icons. Yeah, 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 not, exactly. not gonna deny that. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was wrong. I said nineties, not nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, another question. Uh, first of all, are you an extro- extrovert or an introvert? I don't know. I feel like what? I don't know. You don't know. You like to socialize, but you also like to be by yourself. You can be both. I guess, yeah. You yeah. can you can find that gray zone in the middle, you know. So what, what do you prefer more, to be out? Or to be Actually, I'd love to be out with friends. Yeah, maybe that answer is the question. Yeah, I was just trying to say like you know because uh, people do always ask these questions you know like oh extrovert introvert they don't get align. They don't get along, yeah. yeah. So I was just trying to see from your Mm. point of view, you know, if there is, do, is there is a chance that they, they could shift, not get aligned, share interest things together, you know, where that person could learn from the other. One of my close friends is, uh, like, she's super introverted, actually, but we get along just fine. I think it's a lot of, like, um, <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> She's a big extrovert. <laughs> no, but um, I think there's a lot of like observation. You're like, oh wow, what a creature, you know? And, like, yeah. you're always like, oh, that's how you have fun. You know right. what I mean? I think is, I guess, it's interesting when when these two worlds collide yeah. and try to learn from each other. I, I, have, I have a question. Yeah, please. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, so with with uh, I'm gonna dive into a little bit more personal. Without getting you in trouble, mm-hmm. what do you like to do for fun? Oh, that's mine. No, I, I don't know how you're going to Make sure you're protected. Honestly, like, I just love having people over. I don't do that enough because I left with my whole family. Yeah. So it's a bit difficult. Like, there, We're already like eight people living in a house. But I love having people over and like making food for them. That's like my ideal nice evening so you know. like to cook boys you know what we got dinner, <laughs> <laughs> we got dinner. yes um not necessarily like cook cook you know but yeah. like yeah i like i like food i love like i just love gathering people around food right. i guess that's my ideal fun pg friendly yeah very you know? <laughs> very she's a boy you're getting in trouble guys. <laughs> no no but that's the honest truth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so I just want to uh, ask, obviously, when I mean, we're doing a whole reflection of where you, you're at uh, now and where you're at, you know, what's uh, what you're regretful about, okay? And things, to change my nobody can change it. Hmm. I think what I would change 
and things you need to work on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Three things. Okay. What do I regret? Um, maybe I regret uh, not getting into modeling earlier mm-hmm. because, again, because of like the way the industry works, the younger you are, the like more chances you'll get. Mm-hmm. So maybe that one. Um, what would I change? Um, what I would change is something actually in the present, which is becoming more self-conscious of how I look. Because in the past, you know, when I was in college and I was still young, uh, still young. I mean, I'm still pretty young, but like, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking as if I'm like 50. Yeah, but <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but uh, you know, back then, before I was um, kind of like exposed to this hyper self-awareness of your body and how you're ex- expected to look like and stuff, I what I would what I regret is changing that is changing being more chilled out, more carefree about how I look. I used to eat whatever I want. I used to be like very comfortable with how I look. I still used to work out, but when I wanted to, you know, not because I was like, I need to lose two centimeters from my hips, you know, like, mm-hmm. whereas right now this is the case where I'm like, mm, you know, today my stomach doesn't look that flat. So let me wear a big shirt, which is insane. And that's something I would change if I could is never getting into this hole because once you're in it, you can't get out. It's not that easy. You can, it's just really not that easy. Um, what was your last question? Uh, things that you things I'm trying to work on is getting out of that mindset for sure um, accepting that like I don't have to look a certain way for me to be worthy you know because this is what sucks is that you never really thought that and then you kind of like go into that later okay uh, I like how every time he asks a question how I'm ask a question when you answer it you give me the perfect segue Something else. Um, So you were talking about your body and not having to look a certain way, Um, and again, I'm I'm on this podcast to shake things up and just make it a little bit more fun. Okay, (laughs) let's go. um, Okay, so we we know that when you model, um, there are a lot of times when people look for a certain attribute that may be slightly different that they will more, like gravitate to, they'll be like, oh, this is interesting, it will help, you know, make mm. whatever pop. Mm. And sometimes they will look at something and be like, oh no, that doesn't fit. Okay. I notice that, mashallah, you have thick eyebrows. <laughs> I personally like thick eyebrows, mm. but um, what, like, does, is it a perk for you? It's actually, um, so, I have like super thick eyebrows. I even have a unibrow uh, that I actually started growing recently and then I took it out. Back, like when I was younger, when my mom didn't let me like pluck my brows, I used to get bullied for them. Like they were like a bad thing. Right Right now they're in fashion and they're super cool and stuff. But yeah, like it is something that like certain beauty brands kind of like capitalize on and stuff like that. Like that's that's a a big trade off for me, I guess, to put it um, in a way. I mean, it's trendy now. Like, that's the trend right now, you know? Mm. It's just really funny to see something that you were very insecure about that used to bring you so much negativity become this, like, big big part of your personality today, you know? And how how do you feel about it? I like it. I always liked it. Even when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. um, when when back back in the day when people liked thin eyebrows, Mm -hmm. I, I was like, no, like, that's sweet. It's not me. Right. It's not for me, but then eventually, even I gravitated towards that, and I started to get them threaded to become thinner. Until one day, I realized 
They're like, okay, I don't know. I'm like, this looks insane. Right, yeah. So I went back to it. And then slowly it became a trend again. Yeah, and then you know? capitalize on it, of course. So, I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, right. but, so, uh, yeah. That's good. I, I feel like um, being secure in yourself is, is very important. Because there will always be it people is. who, yeah. like you said earlier, will like something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, someone always has something to say. Yeah, there was one guy. This is my favorite comment that I've ever received. And once again, I don't really get hate comments, but that guy, he made my day. He was like, "Is this an eyebrow or a mustache?" Oh my god! I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" (laughs) (laughs) If he's listening, I hope he knows. He like he really for the past few years, it's been the best comment I've ever received. Thank you for answering that. Thank you. No, no. Thank you. Before we wrap up, I usually do a quick round question. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, favorite, top three favorite music artists? Okay, all I'm thinking of right now. I really like uh, Otis Redding. I love jazz, it's like one of my favorite genres. Um, I'm gonna be a basic girl and say I love, basic Palestinian girl and say I love Fairuz. Uh, I also, I'm gonna be another kind of like different era basic girl and say I love Amr Diab. So you got something from like Make each sure. era, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, no. Actually, I despise him. So, for the record. <laughs> I just don't like him as a person. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna come for us. I like The weekend. Does that does that satisfy kind of the direction you're not? Movies. Hmm. One of my favorite favorite movies. I was just talking about it today. Is a Chinese film called uh, In the Mood for Love, and the whole premise of the movie is. Okay, that's not the premise at all, but it's a really interesting art direction of the movie where the whole movie is being shot through a frame, so you never see. A frame entirely like on a flat wall or in in a restaurant with a normal background no it's always shot through a different eye so like through the window through the mirror through the keyhole or something yeah, the whole movie is shot like that and it's a really beautiful story that's one of my favorite yeah, stories you guys no no you would love it it's great you have to watch it you guys have to watch it Fighting? Yeah. Oh my God! You're such you're such a dude. You're such <laughs> no, a dude. Like, like, <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Maybe maybe let's get on something we can all align on. I've lately gotten into uh, started getting into uh, Breaking Bad. Okay. I'm enjoying it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, it's I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I I hate Walter so much. But let's not get into that. Uh, <laughs> another movie I love. I love movies, guys. Like I studied film. It's. <laughs> I love movies. But maybe I can just think of something off the top of my head. I loved Looper, one of my favorite like Ooh, modern films. Yeah, really good. Happy. Yeah, really, really like wow. Uh, I really loved uh, this is a super old movie. I um, Twelve Angry Men, really mm. good movie. Yeah. Um, I love Ghibli movies. Studio Ghibli. Mm. Yeah, I can go on, guys. You have yeah, to stop yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stop <it. laughs> uh, Final question. I mean, I love, I don't have a favorite, like, so maybe that helps you. I won't say like Palestinian or Syrian, but it is top tier. I have to admit, we're spoiled by being Arabs. 
we have great food. Uh, I love Japanese. Okay. And I love fried chicken. Fried chicken? <laughs> Why is she looking at A whole me? cuisine <laughs> of just fried chicken. <laughs> I, I don't like fried chicken. What? No, I love it. Fried chicken, biscuits, fries. Oh, biscuits? Okay. Man, it's like it's one of your culture. My culture? By the way, is it? Stereotyping. Yeah, I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't all like watermelons. <laughs> the thing is, I've had so much fried chicken in my life that I've grown to hate it. I feel like that about a lot of uh, like Syrian food. Yeah. Because my mo- my mom is like obsessed with cooking. She loves food. She loves to make good food and like yeah. all of that. So there, I have gotten to many points where I ate so much of one thing. Right. That you just start to despise it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you just like, mom, make something else. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She comes through. But you know, sometimes I do that to myself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Zatar is top tier food for me. Zatar. Yeah. Zatar. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I do eat zatar, but obviously cheese. I mean, like, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm the pickiest. I'm the pickiest person when it comes to. I'm, food. I'm super picky too, but I love food. I don't know. It's a very conflicting. No, um, no it's like I was. Uh, I think uh, we had this discussion when we were at the art space when I was telling you at my work that they were taking us to different type of restaurants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Depends on each country, so good. So a day we will try it, uh, like yeah. say. Uh, Octopus or Vietnamese food. Oh, Vietnamese food is amazing. Or or Uzbek or whatsoever, Mm. you know. And when I used to just have like a bite, you know, I used to vomit. No. Like like, I was amazing. (laughs) Uh, Like like him, he he used to have fun, you know. Like and also other people used to take like videos of. Yeah, and you're like dying. And I'm I'm suffering. They just don't understand (laughs) the suffering I go through. I'm so picky. I'm picky too. I really am. I don't eat certain things, you know. Even certain yeah. restaurants, I don't, you know, like. I have you just don't come near. Wow. Okay. No, no. I just I have a certain food okay. that I eat. Okay. This like, or nothing. This, yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. I'm mm. down to be. I'm starving myself. <laughs> oh my gosh! Damn. Maybe I'm not the picky person. Maybe I should tell my friends not to judge me too much. I don't know, like. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the people you're with. You know, some people yeah. get. very picky myself i won't eat an apple if it's a little bit brown i have to cut the whole piece off throw it away and not look and bite it i if think that's a bit mild brown, ocd in there may, it might be yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it probably is like if a grape has like a little brown on the top yeah, of it yeah i guess you're, oh, it's your fuck that whole grape <laughs> i respect that i respect that yeah brown first bite fuck that too <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh okay so before i end this i'm just gonna ask you this last question Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was fun. Yeah, yeah, this was fun. Yeah. Inshallah. Inshallah. What are um, what like goals you have set? Uh, obviously, we are in the last quarter of the year. I don't even know, man. Yeah, I don't even know. It went very, very, very fast. Yeah. But yeah, like, what? What are you looking forward for the upcoming months? What goals you have? So before before the year ends, I would like to 
leave leave Dubai for a few months, hopefully work somewhere else um, and come back here with more like experience and more like um, uh, things up my sleeve and like in my portfolio. Uh, I am hoping at some point, I don't think that would be in the near future, maybe like a bit later for me to gather also a bit more experience, work on more things. Um, apply for a university in the UK, hopefully. Pray for me, guys. Mm-hmm. Keep in your thoughts. <laughs> Like which pathway? Yeah. I I'm looking more into like Middle Eastern history and the the current context and like of conflict happening here and stuff like that. Okay. That's kind of the direction I want to go to. So basically, like it's more about like research. It's like it's gonna be research. Research, yeah, be so research based mainly, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, international brands. I mean, that's part of the leaving Dubai and going somewhere else for a few months. Mm-hmm. So far, uh, like right now, the brands that you worked with, like so your stuff wasn't got featured in their main pages. It was like mainly domestic. Yeah, a lot of it is regional. There's only a few brands here and there where, like, uh, right I worked with globally, like for example with with Burberry um, and Vogue and like um, some beauty brands. Beauty brands is is a lot more of a fluid market rather than fashion. Whereas I I prefer to explore more fashion. Stuff like that, so that's where I'm hoping to okay. get into. Like, who, who basically, when it comes to the value aspect, because mm-hmm. uh, again, I don't understand the economy when it comes to modeling. Mm-hmm. Does like, you, is your agent is who's handling that for you to basically act as the salesman to tell you like your value that much for that for for, for like for like let's say let's the thing say is like a global yeah a global campaign thing is a lot of. The, this kind of like specific um, topic, a lot of it goes back to the market, like where we are. So for example, in the GCC, clients pay way more than they do um, abroad. For real? Yeah, like but... Average, average how much? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it really depends on the scope. So like if they're expecting me to come uh, for two days of shoot, for example, if they're expecting me, if there is a whole like influencer aspect to it. But then again, where, where the line blurs in the GCC, like I'm telling you they pay more here, but not much for modeling, more for the influencer part, the oh, Instagram okay. presence part, right. you know, that's where yeah, a lot of money is there, more than modeling in Dubai. In Dubai modeling, uh, 2,000 dirhams for a full day, yeah. um, it's like very, very, very low budget in Dubai, like in, in the region. However, abroad, it's a sustainable job where you can live off by alone Without you know what I mean? okay right now so, yes so yes, when yes, you work with 100%. brands right now what do they label you for like obviously right now you say honestly that. in more recent times it's becoming very blurred and a lot of them expect both influence and model yeah yeah okay. with time i'm even hearing from a lot of models abroad that they're starting to prefer models with a reach with like an audience and stuff like that because they know they're gonna post regardless because right. mm-hmm. Just like you said, you know, earlier you mentioned that like my Instagram is an archive of my work. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people kind of capitalize on that where they're like, you know what, we, host, we hosted you on a shoot, so we're expecting. Okay. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where the industry is kind of shifting, if that makes okay. sense. So you mentioned uh, shooting, which is a source of income for a model. Mm-hmm. Uh, Image-wise, uh, another source of income. Yeah. There's another other source of income. Like, for example, uh, yeah, so like events, yeah, events runways, yeah. for example. But over here, runway doesn't really, it's not really a, a source of income at all, especially if there's only one 
runway event that happens yeah, here the and one, it's uh, the one in yeah yeah fashion forward um yeah, yeah. yeah mainly these kind of things Yeah. Some yeah, I'm some sharing some for, tips for some anyone tips, interested. Oh, that's so sweet. What the hell? Oh, that's so. Uh, it's very like um, surreal when, yeah, like, so. hearing that is really sweet, and it's uh, it's a surreal thing no, to listen sure. to. Thank you. Shukran. Thank you so much. Uh, thank Likewise. You for again. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. <laughs> thank you again. Uh, uh, please check her out, guys. I mean, her Instagram is going to be in the description. Uh, so, thank you, Anjad. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, be sure to uh, subscribe uh, on our Apple Podcast channel, Spotify. Come on, guys. Thank you guys for having me. This was such yeah. a pleasure. Thank you.